0: hey i'm blessed
1: pretty good it's gonna be some fun we're
0: gonna have some fun yeah
1: Yeah. talking about
0: you
1: fry yay let's do it all right i'm gonna do it old school a little bit because i've had feedback that some of my fans like me to play the intro okay so here we go Welcome to the Middle Ground with J.L. Lee, LLC, where we treat you like family. That was the theme song, Detroit Love, from my first album, The J.O. Lee Experience. We got another great guest for you. I checked out her website, and she's done a lot of incredible stuff. So let me get to her so I can introduce her properly. We welcome to the show the small business cheerleader owner, best-selling entrepreneurship author, Career Master Magazine Chief Community Activator, as well as Pep Talk Live host, and the Small Business Promotion LLC, more known as From Launch to Ascent. Tisha Hamilton, Hammond, sorry, welcome to the show. Hello?
0: Did you hear any of that?
1: Nah. When I first say, oh no,
0: you. it was good too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm so glad to be here on Middle Ground with you. Um, thank you for having me.
1: I appreciate you for doing it. I'll give a little small background about yourself before I ask you a few questions about how you arrived to where you are.
0: All right, uh, small background I am, I'll lead with my faith and my personal life, and then we can talk business. Uh, child of the Most High God. Uh, wife to Ken Hammond. We've been together 16 years. we have five adult children, seven grandchildren awesome. and um, I have the pleasure of being able to uh, call myself boss.
1: That's awesome. Okay, I' just ask you a few basic questions about you how you found your purpose and at the end you can offer some awesome advice for others who are trying to find their purpose. You got it. First question. What led you to this path? Ooh, um, multiple things.
0: Okay. First and foremost, uh, purpose. Just knowing that there was something inside that I needed to fulfill. That mm-hmm. I, I had the luxury of a biweekly paycheck every two weeks. I was making well into six figures in a uh, federal law enforcement and civil rights advocacy career. I've oh, been there 21 years and had a lot of security that way. But Jeffrey, in 2014, uh, my older sister, who was who was not even two years older than me, she uh, unexpectedly passed away.
1: Oh, sorry to hear that. Uh,
0: thank you. Devastated my family, devastated my world. And then five weeks later, our older brother passed away oh no and you know while you grieve there are some moments of clarity there are some real real valleys and some peaks along the way as well and it, mm-hmm. it became super clear to me that both my sister and brother uh, that their dreams are in the graveyard they their dreams died when they died and I didn't want to live a life with unfulfilled dreams I didn't want to be my mother's age and not have done something in life that i really love doing to make a living and so i um you know prayed about it and talked to my husband about it and for years um, Mm -hmm. probably probably 13 years we uh, we planned how in the world we were going to make this work for me to be able to walk away from those six figures and our family not miss a meal not miss a vacation, not miss a beat. Mm-hmm. Still be able to tithe and give offerings, um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: with with half the household's income um, coming from a different source or not coming at all some months, frankly. Um, and then one day, <clears throat> it became apparent to me that I needed to make a choice. I had started my business in January fifteen, January twenty fifteen. And I was okay. still working full-time uh, for my employer and then working part-time for myself in the evening. So, you know, you have like a, a nine to five and then you come home and you have a five to nine.
1: I understand that. <laughs> you know,
0: but it's not, it don't end at nine. It ends at 11 o'clock at night and your family starts looking at you like, why are you still on that laptop? <laughs> and, and you don't have a good reason except you're trying to make money. <laughs> and um... so you, I uh, fast forward. You know, after three years of working part-time in my own business and and building a great thing for an employer, I had to make a choice. And it came pretty easy because my mother was a caregiver to her Mm. sister. Okay, My aunt was going through radiation and, and treatment for four different types of cancer, and it was my mother whose hair was falling out because she was that closely engaged in caregiving. And I thought, and of course, talked to my husband about it. I I just don't feel right as a daughter, not stepping up to do something to help my mother. Mm -hmm. And so I asked my employer for the maximum amount of time off that I could get, which I calculated to be about four months. Mm -hmm. I, I need to just be a help to my mother right now while I'm able to. And um, my employer very graciously offered me 15 days off. Wow. And come day 15, um, it was just in my spirit to call and say, you know, I, you have been good to me and I have been excellent to you. It is time, though, for me to turn the knob. And I had 21 years in. This was not the way I envisioned retiring Mm -hmm. but this is the way that it rolled out so April 2018 um, I bid farewell to a great career and started to work for myself full-time with the determination and understanding Jeffrey that I didn't want to just leave one job and create a new job for myself I'm I'm trying to employ people and provide meaningful wages and I've been on that journey for the, the last three years full time.
1: That's that's awesome. I mean, I'm pretty sure people listening now might be at that crossroad. You got to check with God first.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Do your research. Then start working towards it. Come so on, second question, what is the small business cheerleader?
0: Oh, so you know who Don King is in the boxing world?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. So Don King goes hard for his boxers. Well, that's what I do for entrepreneurs and small businesses. I promote the idea, the concept, and the development of small business with the purpose of influencing someone's local economy, particularly for communities of color and women. We have a lot of buying power, we consume a whole lot, but we don't create a lot of wealth in the making of all those purchases. Uh, And I wanted,
1: (laughs) I learned that in business school 1.3 trillion we spend every year as a community. Hello?
0: People to create, can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you now. Yeah. I wanted people to create, first, be educated and provide some awareness about being able to create wealth by doing something that they really love doing. So take that passion and turn it into how you can be a blessing to your community, how you can be the one to provide solutions to someone's pain points and challenges, you know, take those crafts that you're so good at making that you seem to love doing and see how that can provide a means of living for your family and provide meaningful work for someone else. Um, And so I'm not a financial planner, but I've been recruited by many financial planning companies. Because I am their walking advertisement. My family spent many years um, with wealth developers and financial planners to arrive at the point where one day I could walk away from a six-figure salary and, and not change a beat about the way that my household is run or the way we operate here. And that's because of great financial planning. the earliest moment possible i didn't i didn't know to start financial planning and wealth building when i was 21 years old i learned it in my 30s but it's not too late it's not too late no matter what age you are true so that that's that's something that i do but the goal is yeah the goal is to encourage small business development and then once i fan that flame that's already, it was dormant inside somebody. I say something to make it rise up and, and expand that flame. And yeah, I want to work for me. I want to make that transition from employee to being the employer with employees. <clears throat> okay, that's great. We got you excited about it. Now, how do you do it? And so that's where my company steps in as well to provide those, those business launch, build growth services and done for you services. So great. I encourage you to start a business. Do you have time? Do you know how to do it? Do you even want to be in the daily operations of your company? Or do you just want to be the CEO from the get go and have other people doing stuff for you? (laughs) So we we go through a lot of strategies and consultations. And then when we, when the business is structured and built, it comes time that you got to tell the world that your business exists and that's where my media company comes into play. Media production, media distribution, press releases, booking people in their next media appearance opportunities, and pitching their life and business to TV networks. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's
1: pretty cool. Yeah, you step Curry <laughs> out here with
0: it. Hey, <laughs> okay. I'm all right with that. I'm all right
1: with that. <laughs> that's my own working tour, so I can be doing all this instead so what I do daily. I hear you. It'll come.
0: Yeah, keep at keep it. Keep working at it. Keep at it. You know, it's it's a if we aim for progress every day, that's the key. It, it doesn't have to be perfection. And it doesn't have to look like what we imagined it to look like for the last 20 years. We get to su- define success. We get to define what our work hours are going to be, what our pace is going to be, and um, where the goal line is and where the finish line is. So, you got a lot more control than you think about,
1: you know? Yeah, you're right. you yeah. dropping knowledge already, boy. Come on now. I don't know someone. if they're ready for this one. That's
0: Well, that's what you brought me on here for, right? To just yeah. speak the
1: truth. Get yeah, get, a game, yeah. Gonna get it. somebody. Somebody's going to get it. Get after it. That's what I'm trying to do. So, I was on your website, and I came across you started the Ascent Small Business Promotion LLC.
0: And that's
1: what you were just talking about?
0: Yeah, that's the name of the company. It's such a long name, we don't really say it
1: <laughs> yeah, very often. I guess the, from launch to accent became the <laughs> from, moniker.
0: Right. So, from launch to ascent became the nickname for the company. And now that we have formed and established uh, the media unit of the company, it's becoming known as Access Pass Media. So, okay. it all falls under the, the home of the small business cheerleader. And, you know, there is this incredible community across six continents. It's called the Global Pep Squad that support what my company is doing, what our message is. And and they are very supportive of our products and services and happy to be able to to just share value every day with someone around the world.
1: That's pretty amazing. There's a lot of times that people got created that may have started and failed or are scared to start because maybe someone they know like don't try that you can't do it you think it too bad
0: mm, ooh, I, that's not a friend I want to be around that's not somebody mm-hmm. that I want to have a, a long term conversation with because like I, I think the opposite and the opposite is if your dream and goal doesn't scare you it's probably too small it should be scary it should be That's loud it. and hairy and ugly and, oh, my God, can I do it? Well, yeah, you could do it. But if you think you can do it, you're right. And if you think you can't do it, you're right. So you get to choose which which one is going to be. Uh,
1: you know, the Bible do say, tongue, breathe life and death.
0: Come on, now. It will
1: come to pass what you say. So you better be and, speaking something good.
0: And I know that you understand this. We serve a great God. And when we discount it. The things that he can do, like that's limiting him. Now, why in the world you want to do
1: that? Because hey, he got me on this journey with the Fridays will be to interview people, of regular people,
0: mm-hmm.
1: that whether you just started your business today or you've been doing something for a while. So someone that's scared or failed already at their purpose can see it's regular people like me achieving it. I can't Absolutely. do it
0: yeah absolutely. And I have a whole theory on the word fail. Um, it's just not an F word that I like. There's a couple F words I don't like. fail is one of them. Okay. and and I've met with a lot of people who disagree with what I'm about to say and I and I respect the disagreement. Talk but about this it. is just yeah, this is just how I see it mm-hmm. I would be so okay with the word failure, if we change the stigma around it back when I was in kindergarten. If if I knew that I wouldn't get in trouble if I spilled that milk you know, at the kitchen table or in the cafeteria, if I knew I wouldn't get yelled at, if I knew it wouldn't be a big deal or a problem to an adult, I, I might've been okay with, okay, I spilled the milk great the world doesn't end but when I spilled the milk like people made a big deal out of it like oh you're so bad you're clumsy yeah um, you know and then you go to grade school and you're told that a f means failure like like why you didn't even try like like yep. it's the word you're the lowest of the. you gotta F. yeah oh, oh <laughs> right. you gotta F. you know and then it's then if they know you well you you gotta F. okay Well, if the stigma would change around failure when we speak and raise our young people, I might be okay with saying I've failed. Today, I cannot honestly be okay with saying that. So what I choose to say is I have missed the mark. I have missed the mark, and I have had to course correct. I have made mistakes, Mm -hmm. and I've corrected mistakes as best as I can. I have learned From all the things I wish I could have done differently, done better. Mm -hmm. But I cannot bring myself to align with the word fail.
1: Yeah, and perception. Because I know some people who started working towards stuff and like, man, I didn't fail that way. Mm -hmm. And what you're doing, that's a good thing. Because now you know a way not to do it. I never looked at it that way. Like, of all the great people that's done something, always... Especially me being music musician, I used to watch the behind the music a lot. Mm-hmm. A lot of them say I failed zillions of times, and I finally figured out how to do it right. Sure. And now absolutely. I kept going.
0: Yeah.
1: Because it's going to happen, especially in business. You're going to fail. Ooh. They say that in business school like, don't 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 be scared if you fail. Learn from what you didn't do right. Correct it. Keep moving. Yeah, absolutely. Because you always got tricks, stuff. You. you can always do it better. You
0: can. There's always room for improvement and refinement, mm-hmm. and to make something super efficient. Absolutely.
1: And then, when you really figure it out, you're gonna be, you gonna be on fire like the old NBA Jam video game. <laughs> this How is the shoes. He's on fire. <laughs> He's on fire. <laughs> He's on fire. You're gonna, you know, man, gonna be coming up with ideas. You people gonna be watching like, dang, they they own this something because they started here now. They got employees. What they do? You figured out you failures,
0: how to do it better. They figured out that there is no I in team, and teams nope. win. Teams that is true. Win. You need community, and I I could tell you, I am because we are. That's my that's my family's motto. I don't exist in this world alone. I am not successful all by myself. Nope, <clears throat> And there's always someone I can give credit to. Always.
1: You're right. I'm, people I talk with at times, like, you got to understand something. You might hear some people say, pull yourself up by your bootstrap. But everybody had a big mama praying before you was born to have a mama. good life. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> so that prayer was already and <laughs> seed planted. Yes, so absolutely. you wouldn't have a broken home on drugs, gangs, or whatever type of violence. It wasn't just your Mm know-how. And some people forget that. You know,
0: that big mama for me, her name is Bonnie Polak, and she is now on the other side of glory Mm -hmm. um, or in glory. And and I know, I know that I know she... You know, you just know when someone is praying for you. Even if you didn't, Mm -hmm. it hadn't met them yet. And this Mm -hmm. was someone... The moment I met her, I knew she had called, even if she didn't know my name, I knew she called me out in prayer, that she prayed for me. And we formed a beautiful um, motherhood, you know, mother-daughter relationship. Mm-hmm. She was definitely a humongous leader in the village that raised me and brought me to Christ and taught me the, that Jesus loved me and that I could love him back and I could give him my heart and my hand and and live for him um, and share his message around the world. And for me, business is ministry. This is how I share good news. When I know that I have someone's attention, when, when I have influence and people are listening, that's the time when I give them the best of the knowledge that I have. And that is to lead with Jesus Christ is Lord. And I can say that, Jeffrey, in communities of all kind of faith and people respect it. Because they know it. They know the truth. They know faith. Faith knows faith. That's true. And um, some some of the biggest readers of my book, Daily Devotional for Entrepreneurs, are not even in the Christian faith. But they understand that you didn't get here by yourself. There's a purpose. You, mm-hmm. If you believe you're called into um, a purpose, and if you believe <clears throat> entrepreneurship is is that purpose, then that book suits people and readers just fine. It's for faith-based profit-first entrepreneurs. And that covers a span of theologies and 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 religions and faith. And it's been such a blessing to be able to share that message every day.
1: I totally agree with you. A lot of people I know from different beliefs. I think everybody has one common goal. Be a blessing. Yeah. Mm, ain't here like to Just to uh, get rich and live high off the hog, they used to say. hmm Did you help someone else pay for it? Yeah. Because I want a multitude mm-hmm. of the people to eat good with me at a table. Come I won't eat now. that by myself. Ain't and no fun. <laughs> Man, they might want to rock. So we all eating good and creating oh. generational wealth. That's the better plan to me.
0: I I love that. Can I make a point about sure eating with others? Mm-hmm. Um, sharing a meal is something very, very personal to me. I do mm-hmm. not eat with people. that that do not resonate with me. I do not eat with people whose whose vibe and spirit is off-putting. I don't share share food or break bread with that individual. However, on my calendar every day, I have three things. They are be a friend, make a friend, and share a meal. And the the share a meal part is so deeply important to my networking Um, lifestyle I, mm-hmm. I, I enjoy meeting people this pandemic creates a need for me to want to do that virtually and when I so most of my most of my clients come by referral so when I'm working with clients they're they're given some kind of advance notice from whomever referred them look you can work with Tisha virtually she'll even have a meal delivered to your home that's how important sharing a meal is with me. That when we have like our half day or full day impact consultation mm-hmm. sessions, I deliver meals to your door, have them sent there because I I want to share that with you. It's so deeply you know important to me, and I'm I'm so glad you just mentioned eating together. I don't want to be at that table alone, where there are all these seats here. You mm-hmm. know, w- why not? Why not open them to, to others and suck? You know, you, you said eating it. It just, it sat well in my spirit.
1: Oh, I, I understand. I mean, on my journey <laughs> to get my degree, when I dropped out, got back on it, other people I knew that would see me talking about, like, so what you waiting on? Why don't you go back and start? Mm-hmm. Well, like, I'm, I'm doing it. You could do it. Mm-hmm. And to see him graduate was awesome. And anyway, I can help him. just pray with them be encouraging because you don't see that in the world right now. No one really is trying to look out. Like people say, I look out for my people. A lot of people not doing that nowadays. If that's your teammates that you say are friends, family, you should be willing to do whatever you need to do to help them get to where they're trying to go. So if y'all people's for real, they're going to do the same for you.
0: You know, I think there's an answer to that, and I I wish more people um, knew about it, embraced it, celebrated it, and that is Kwanzaa. Are you familiar with Kwanzaa?
1: I used to know a lot about it, but not of recent. But please share.
0: Yeah, so my company is founded on the seven principles of Kwanzaa because that's how deeply important community and community building is to my company and to me as its leader. Okay.
1: Uh,
0: so, so Kwanzaa is the, the reason that my family has this motto, I am because we are, is because that's what I learned through celebrating Kwanzaa, which, which is celebrated uh, the day after Christmas through New Year's Day with a new principle each day. And the principles build upon one another. They include uh, things like unity and faith, cooperative, economics, collaborating, doing things that uplift your race and your people. And that that sat very well in my spirit several years ago when I started studying Swahili and Kwanzaa in general and, and wondering why don't more people celebrate this it's not it it doesn't compete with Christmas it's not religious in any way it's 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 uplifting to the race and it it's such a beautiful experience that we've opened it up to people outside of our family when we have these annual celebrations and now they're on video um, you know video chats but if if you're familiar with the Charles H. Wright Museum of African American History, they have great Kwanzaa celebrations and programming there as well.
1: Didn't know that. I've been there a few times. Mm-hmm. Awesome place.
0: It really is. That's the truth.
1: I saw you did the interview with Robin. Mm-hmm. In there. And, there? and
0: I heard Robin's interview on your show. And yeah, she's um, an awesome
1: person too. Doing oh, a lot of great stuff.
0: Say that a million more times. <laughs> she is like, I'm glad you got her on your show when you did, because we might not be able to get her on our, you know, on our calendar. She is going to, um, yeah, her message, her her words, her uh, literature. Did you know she could sing? I mean, all of this is going to really. Uh, I ain't know about singing. I would
1: talked about her
0: Oh, uh, she could sing. on the track. I know, I know not that. sing. She could sing, Yes. So, um, reach back out to her. <laughs> Maybe I can record something.
1: I have to get on the third album. <laughs> oh, yeah. A- amen. amen.
0: So, is that in the works for you?
1: Um, I finished my second album. I got to do the final mixing for it. Amen.
0: Congratulations.
1: Oh, thank you. I got my first book signing tomorrow. That's going to be awesome. I've done that before.
0: Whoa. Where are you going to be at?
1: Oh, let me, it's in, I, I got a flyer on LinkedIn about it. It's okay, in I'll check Hill
0: there. I'll
1: check with the address that. from 1230 to five. They're going to have Amen. Santa Claus there for the kids, L's, a lot of nice stuff. Amen. <laughs> yeah, I didn't that know Metro cute. Trey had a big book community. <laughs> oh my lord! This whole um, other world I didn't know about. Ooh,
0: very supportive of writers and authors. Yes, yes.
1: and that's yes. great. People through this so far. Excellent. Glad to hear that. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. I will try to make sure all about the person.
0: <laughs> I'm going to go to your LinkedIn profile.
1: <laughs> oh you're so kind. And
0: uh, and I'm going to make sure that I share that so that people know what you're doing, mom
1: Right. you're so awesome for that. Okay, you got it. You got now, it. Now you got a best-selling book. Ooh. Daily Devotional for Entrepreneurs. How did that come about?
0: Ooh. Okay. So, um Do you know who Dale Carnegie, Zig Ziglar, Napoleon Hill, you know, John C. Maxwell? Do you know who those motivational speakers are?
1: John Maxwell came to my business class before. For an hour and a half, giving us Thanks. what he would give to see. he like a life coach for Fortune 500 CEOs. Ooh. A lot of great he, knowledge he gave that day.
0: International bestselling author as well. Well, Before I knew of those men's names, I knew of Dr. Dennis Kimbrough. And he's a, a longtime professor, uh, Clark Atlanta. He himself is an international bestselling selling Uh, author one of his most popular books is think and grow rich a black choice well dr kimbrough and i had the uh, good occasion to speak on the same stage a couple years in a row in birmingham alabama at an economic empowerment conference um and i remember that i was interested in writing a book and as so Mm -hmm. i'm a writer anyway i'm always writing something okay and at any time, I have four, five, six books available to finalize and publish. But I had been really praying about what, what book did I want to release first? What What's the story I'm going to lead with? And uh, having heard Dr. Kimbrough speaking at one of these uh, A.G. Gaston Economic Empowerment Conferences in Birmingham, Alabama, I remember asking him, I was standing in line to buy his five books that he was selling at the time. I needed them all signed for my children and my husband. (laughs) um, Okay. I asked him on one of those occasions, Dr. Kimbrough, when I write my book, will you write the foreword to it? And he said, yes. And I, 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 kept that in my back pocket and continued to pray, Lord, what do you want me to release first? And and my spirit just came out. You got to lead with Christ. People need to know that any message I'm about to share is Christ-centered. So, Tisha, lead with a book about me. And so I said, okay. <laughs> and began to write, God and be began talking to, to people. Come out. I, I began to it. write what I could not find in the stores, which was a daily devotional For entrepreneurs. And I wrote a devotional for entrepreneurs that covers 84 days in a row, which is 12 weeks. 12 weeks is the amount of time of one full season. The book subtitle is Your Season to Grow. And we go through planting a seed in your business every day. That's a daily affirmation. The book covers. Okay, how do you water that seed that you just put on good soil, which is in your heart? And we do that through scripture. Then the book goes into, okay, it's time to shed some sunlight on it. That's what sheds some Jesus Christ on it. And we encourage your business in writing every day. And then we give you business consultation blended in to the book two times in each daily devotional. You get a business growth prompt. And then we cover your business in prayer every day through this book. And that is the series that I'm doing live now, 84 days of the Daily Devotional for Entrepreneurs, and we're doing it across Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, and I've even done it um, on Twitter. So it's been really enjoyable.
1: Yeah, you're doing your thing. That's awesome.
0: Just trying to share the good news. Thank you. Uh, I'm trying to get the word out there. The book is on six continents. We're actively trying to find... Um, awesome. a reader in antarctica i've gone as far as reaching out to the u.s navy um, to naval researchers naval and uh, polar enthusiasts there's there's a padre in a, one small church in one particular place in antarctica that we're trying to reach just to figure out who can we share this message with so that we can ensure that this daily devotional for entrepreneurs is represented on all seven continents so to your listeners if they know of anyone in Antarctica, I, I would love to be connected and have a conversation with that listener.
1: That's pretty amazing. You're going to get it. Amen. Because people need that motivation when they do want to start a business. Because mm-hmm. it, it has its ups and downs. And you come with the word, but you got to lean on the Lord for everything.
0: You do. And, and even if, one of the first book reviews that I read for the Daily Devotional for Entrepreneurs was saying that this is a great book, even if you're not an entrepreneur. <laughs>
1: I thought, that's, sweet. <laughs> that's pretty awesome.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's sweet. Everybody knows an entrepreneur. Hey, read it and share it with them. You know, can mm-hmm. give them that support. We are so deeply longing for support from people who say they love us. Um, and sometimes support is going to look different. Sometimes your family is not going to knock down your door to buy your product or your service or to listen to your show or to watch your live stream. Nope. They might show support differently. It it just might be they have a meal on the table when you finish live streaming or when you come out of True. the, you know, your secret uh, writing room or 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 your business meeting. It might be that they've done dishes. So you don't have to look at them. Everybody's going to show support differently. And uh, that's one of the things that I've come to appreciate. I didn't know early on uh, when I was going to launch a business. I-, I assumed, you know what happens when you assume? I assume yeah. yeah. the people <laughs> I love most. Uh, I assumed it was going to be a family business and that my children will want to work in it. Okay. Those things don't happen the way I assume them to be. Yeah.
1: But and I and
0: I've come to be okay with that.
1: But God will put the people around you that you need. Cause come on. I wouldn't even think about writing a book. I was hmm. just okay podcast music, and I've interviewed Chris Mattoon, who wrote a great book, and Major Shepard L, who wrote a great book about his life here. And from with them, they're like, "So when your book coming out, like, huh? Exactly. <laughs> Where they come from? Like, come on, now you got a book over there. Come on now, and." They inspired me to, it was just going to be a bunch of awesome quotes to motivate. That was the whole gist of what I was going to do. But God, I like, know you getting your degree as an example point about, Amen. and then throw the quotes in there. Amen. And I'm like, okay. And well, the stuff the I've been coming across since, like, wow, this is different. What's and you, you have about? a show, Pep Talk Live. Yes. How'd how, how that come about? And what do you, and what's it about?
0: So pep talk live is a show where we elevate the conversation around entrepreneurship. I mean, you can always count on me to be talking about entrepreneurship in some way, shape or form. And the show came about in maybe around March, uh, 2020. I knew that I was going to start a show. It was pre-recorded at that time. I knew that there was a super large network of entrepreneurs in my sphere and I wanted to promote them. I wanted to talk about them and get people to know who they are. See, I have this belief that it's my responsibility to mention people's names in rooms full of opportunities because someone did that for me. Her name is Tanya Hill. That's awesome. She did that. She spoke my name in rooms. Nobody would have nobody would have been thinking about me in.
1: you paying it and, for it. That's beautiful.
0: And that's all that I'm doing. That's all I'm doing. And so I mentioned to my friend, um, Mobilaji Sikandi, who is the head of strategic partnerships with small businesses in North America for Dell Technologies. I mentioned to him that I was going to be starting this show for Entrepreneurs. And Dell is incredibly supportive. Dell Technologies is incredibly supportive of entrepreneurs. He said, hey, maybe we can help you with that. <laughs> nice. And I said, okay. I didn't have a clue what that meant. I just thought he was being nice. And, <laughs> um, well, you know, <laughs> I thought he I didn't know what it meant. And um, he and I followed up a couple months later. And I let him know when the first show was going to be released. And uh, Dell Technologies provided the technology platform and technology solution for oh, me so to good. to um, start that show. And since then, I've interviewed about two hundred entrepreneurs from around the world. Wow! We, uh, we tried that's to awesome. do in our first six months, we did a hundred shows, and then we wow. said for twenty twenty one, we do about a hundred and twelve shows or something. That's that grand right there. <laughs> and uh, so God <laughs> is good. So we're we're about 200 entrepreneurs in, and uh, it's a platform where we cheer on. So remember, I'm the small business cheerleader, and there's this global pep squad, and we literally cheer on the guest star. That means when I bring a guest star onto the show, it's because they have a product or service that people need to know about. We buy their products. We make the referrals. We contact them so that we increase their network through our social media follows and subscriptions and things oh, like awesome. that and it's 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 just a way to continue to say in a world where you think you don't have support just look just turn your neck one more time that person is there their network is there and um, it's been a blessing to be able to provide that platform to so many people and, and we have a show pep talk live it's scheduled through it's it's filled with guests through april of next year people wait eight nine months to be on the show that's amazing it's
1: that's that's god they gave you a god idea and you ran with it that's
0: god and um it's been it's been very very fun as well i'm also looking forward to um jumping off into tv one of these one of these months and with a tv show so we'll that is in the works and we'll okay. see when i can make those kind of announcements but um there's always a, there's always a community to to share good news with
1: all the time i believe yeah. i have a cartoon idea for netflix it's going to be on there
0: amen. one day amen amen well you and i should literally talk about that because i pitch shows to companies like netflix so
1: oh um, yeah. oh how god working boy
0: so so you know that's Let's have He's a down the ground.
1: I like ground. <laughs> Get out the mud and go help other people with it.
0: Yes, that's what it's about. Help He's is on the way.
1: What is the Career Master Magazine Chief Community Activated? Ooh, what is
0: yes. That? <laughs> oh, Career Master Magazine is a magazine. We're in our third year. Going into four years of distribution. We have a readership of over 200,000 readers and nice. it's it's a, a magazine that was founded and is published by Dr. Lisa Lindsay Wicker. She is an HR and diversity inclusion expert who has worked in you know Fortune 500 companies and uh, led them to do great things in their hiring and in diversity, inclusion, programming. She she launched this magazine and um, it was Tanya Hill. Okay. Back then, Tanya's name up. was... Yes, <laughs> back then, her name was Tanya R. Allen, was a feature in the magazine, a story... Uh, she was featured in a story in the magazine. Tanya tells me after her interview is over. She says Tisha, you need to contact Dr. Lisa Wicker. She has a magazine called Career Master Magazine and I know that you write. You should have a conversation with her. And Tanya connected Dr. Wicker and I. Awesome. Dr. Dr. Lisa Wicker and I, we met at the Foundation Hotel in Detroit and we have not meet we have not stopped meeting since. <laughs> I have I started out as a contributing writer for Career Mastered Magazine Mm -hmm. and then became the senior copy editor for the magazine and then became an officer at the company as the first chief community activator. So when I talk about building communities and then bridging communities, that's what I do at Career Mastered Magazine as well. So- I've been blessed to be able to put people in other people's hands and continue to grow that those links along the way and then start those kind of lines in other places and then bridge the two communities together so that people are sharing value and good information and that their names are being mentioned in rooms full of opportunity, that they're getting career guidance and mentoring that they need, that they understand there's someone who's advocating for them um, to be promoted into the C-suite or to take that CEO day in their own business if they, if they hadn't known they could do that. So we're, we're doing great things. Uh, we have a summit coming up March 22nd and 23rd in uh, Uptown Charlotte, North Carolina. And we'll have some incredible sponsors come out again uh, we have the support of of well-known companies who are also interested in in advocating and being allies with women in business and women in the business um, community and C-suite. So we're very fortunate. And thank you for giving me an opportunity to speak about that on your show.
1: Oh, absolutely. Just tell you, I got to do research so I can come up with some nice questions <laughs> to market and make it be all about you. How you oh, got to please. where you are? And I'm like, please. wow, she, yeah, and she on that Steph Curry, she just be hitting threes <laughs> everywhere. What can she do? We gonna don't go like... outside and hit it. We gonna get somewhere to Chicago. and Go in. I'm like, luck.
0: okay, I'm mad at it. <laughs> I, I am just. I'm here to do what he sends me. My my husband and I pray every morning at seven a.m. Mm-hmm. And the my prayer is, here I am, Lord. What is my assignment today? That's awesome. Send me and I will go. And I, I just, if you give me one moment to give a, another background of why I am like I am. Go ahead. So I've told this story um, on the Secret Society of Twisted Storytellers stage. And that, that was at the Charles H. Wright Museum. Um, I believe my story was in 2019 and i shared a story that when i was 15 years old my stepfather kidnapped me and tried to kill me along the bank of a river in a rural town that we lived in Oh no. and and it was one of those instances where when i saw that gun And I was on the ground in this dirty riverbank. I begged the Lord for my life. And I screamed out, 15 years old, Lord, if you save my life, I promise to serve you. Now, Jeffrey, I wasn't raised in the church. I wasn't raised in the church. My My mom had sent my sister and I to church. And I had heard this thing called prayer. Mm -hmm. I remember someone in the family being a bishop in a church and reminding me or letting me know or teaching me at at eight years old that I needed to pray. And I didn't understand what prayer was outside of saying grace at the table or saying Mm -hmm. my bedtime prayers. I didn't know that I could really speak one-to-one with Jesus Christ and that that life-changing things could happen. But in mm-hmm. that moment, when I thought I was gonna die, that's the name that I called on, and it was like one out, like out of a Hollywood movie set. I screamed for my life, and you know what happened immediately after I said that to the Lord? What's that? We're in a rural town. No one knew I was kidnapped. We had no phones to call anywhere, and we're literally at a riverbank where people should not know we are. I mm-hmm. prayed that prayer, and immediately, I heard a siren. I heard a cop car, and they're not cops in the rural. They're, they're sheriff deputies in rural
1: cities. Cop, yeah, You call on Jesus. He will I, send his angels to help. All the time. Bruh, a sheriff. <laughs> All <the> time. <laughs> and
0: my stepfather jumped in his caddy and drove away, and that was the last time I ever saw him. And that prayer, I've kept my promise to God. I have been saved and set apart and living a life of Jesus Christ since I was 15 years old. That's three decades now. And that sheriff deputy solidified for me and him being my lifesaver that day, that I would wow. have a career in law enforcement and that's exactly what I did.
1: Wow, that's and,
0: and I wouldn't change any of that. I wouldn't have changed any of that. It's a story that I get to tell and encourage people. It, it might be hard to hear, but somebody needs to hear it.
1: Yeah. Someone might you be dealing with upon, something.
0: Call upon the name of Jesus, your life changes in an instant. And Dash it's birds. not always in an instant. Sometimes in that situation, it was in an instance. And I knew from that day on, I, I'm serving a God who don't play small. <laughs> he don't plant mm-hmm. small, and I'm not going to treat him small.
1: And sometimes you call on this name, you plant that seed, it's going to grow. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's going to grow. It's going to grow. And if it doesn't grow, grow, it wasn't meant to grow. Yep. Yeah. But if you're definitely in peril, He do send the nudge stuff your way. Because mm-hmm. you're in a rural area, and you hear siren.
0: It, and I'm it like, was... Oh. That's all that it could have been. That's all it could have been. And it was clear to me that day that I had to do and I would do and I wanted to do whatever he said he wanted me to do. I believed it. I received it in that moment. I didn't have to go to the front of a church to act, you know, I was saved in that moment. Wasn't even in a church. And that's the power of Jesus Christ. And so... When he gave me this opportunity to tell the world, or at least the world around me who would listen, mm-hmm. that you can influence your own personal economy by following your passion and your purpose. It's okay to make a profit in business when you're a believer. That's not the conflict. The conflict is when you love the money and don't love what the money can do to impact your community or your family or your legacy. Yep, you That's get what twisted. I go around teaching
1: you no, get lost that's in the sauce. That is. <laughs>
0: that's it right there.
1: <laughs> it's just a tool to bless others and help them on their way. That's what it is. Not just to build a kingdom. It's mine, mine, all mine. You ain't supposed to, turn to that.
0: And you know what? He'll take it from you. Yep. It, and if start he over. don't take it
1: from it, it'll be
0: t- <laughs> And you will have to renew and restart and quit yep. and start again and you'll get burnt out that way too.
1: Like so just Monopoly. give
0: him... Come on, just give it and to him.
1: I uh, go back to the start. You messed up. Yeah, you didn't appreciate it.
0: Don't press. You don't pass go. Not this time. Mm-hmm. Just do it again till you get it right. I'm gonna give it you again. It. It this you're gonna be humble
1: and appreciate it.
0: Well, <laughs> he will lay you low if you whoo, he can lay you
1: low. hmm Absolutely.
0: The point is to yield and to submit and to trust um, that he owns your business. This is what my friend Mary Wells says is you don't own your business. God owns your business.
1: Mm-hmm. Now
0: work as if you're working for him.
1: You know? Yeah, be employee of the month.
0: <laughs> hey, every month. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> now, what advice do you have for anyone trying to find a purpose or fail to want to start again?
0: My advice would to be would be to one try not to take yourself so seriously and two be okay with asking people what they see you doing well at be okay with doing some market research within your network and your community your friend circle your social circle your family about what they can see you being a solution for. That's good you know? stuff. And and allow allow other people to, to help you develop your ideas. Everything doesn't have to be so safely and you know, so closed in and close to the chest that you have to be in control of everything you don't i encourage entrepreneurs to start out with a team rather than start solo i'm not saying have a partnership that's like registered in your state but i'm saying saying, if you have a partnership let's put that in an agreement we need documentation for that Uh, but it's but what i'm saying is always start with a team learn to give up control in some areas that you're not great at so you can have time and energy use your talents in the areas where you are a rock star in. allow the team to help shore you up in the other areas you know and, and really do what you love and, and try to structure your business or the restart of your business doing something you love and you're passionate about because then it doesn't feel like work so many days when you're working 14 and 16 hours a day to build your brand and to get the word out and to, and to mm-hmm. cry and to be stressed. And you know, if, if you're loving it, it feels less laborious,
1: honestly. Man, that's some amazing information. Mm-hmm. So, multi talented, multimedia, soon to be, is actually produced by Tisha Hampton. Whatever the many projects to come, (laughs) Uh, I just I just see that like as clear as dust. Thank you
0: so much.
1: Well, I hope you enjoyed being on the show.
0: I did. Can I can I let people know ways that they can contact me?
1: Oh yes, I forgot. I'm I'm messing up. Give (laughs) me information about yourself. My no worries, no worries. So
0: I made my website pretty easy. It's my name, Tisha Hammond. T-I-S-H-A-H-A-M-M-O-N-D.com. If you're looking to, you know, kind of share calendars and see when we can meet up, I love to do immersive meetups. And if you've seen any of my social media, you'll see me in incredibly interesting places that you can be with me in real time and in the virtual world. Uh, My calendar is calendly.com forward slash Tisha Hammond. Um, and then I have a link tree, um, link tree forward slash Tisha Hammond. And, uh, I hope that you'll, you'll find me there and that uh, we can connect and, and grow businesses together.
1: You on know, Instagram other ones.
0: Oh, of course. Instagram is Tisha Hammond official. Twitter is Tisha Hammond first. Uh, also on Instagram, my company page is access past media on Facebook, um, at the small business cheerleader, LinkedIn is my jam. <laughs> um, if you want immediate attention, you and if you're yes. on LinkedIn, you'll get that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm um, noticing that. That that is the Facebook for business. That is this
0: where my first clients came from. That's where um, my well, that's where the global pep squad is kind of rooted in. And, mm-hmm. um, of course, on YouTube as well. But, and that company page is Tisha Hammond, the small business cheerleader pep talk. There's a playlist on my YouTube page for this special series, Daily Devotional for
1: Entrepreneurs. And I don't know if you're on TikTok, but that might be a useful tool to get your word out too. About what I you're was
0: doing. on TikTok. I did one video. It was incredibly fun. And then some very uncommon strange things started happening um and i deleted that app but the the service itself is an incredible way to share information mm-hmm. i will give it that absolutely
1: yes that is true yeah i don't think i missed anything of all the social media sites they can get can get access to you get the knowledge link up mm-hmm. with you
0: Thank you. I appreciate the, the conversation. I appreciate you doing
1: it. <laughs> hey, call me back Absolutely again honest. and again. Hey, oh, Jeffy, I always got an opportunity to come if you want to come on the show, talk about whatever business oh, related, whatever.
0: Do I have an opportunity to nominate uh, a million people who could be guests on the show also?
1: Absolutely. I looked at you All right, I'll I be in touch. Rob, Rita, I mean, Robin. <laughs> And I mm-hmm. saw you, you interviewed her. Like, well, let me see what's up with her. So oh, now she's boy. doing a lot of stuff.
0: I'm going to let Robin know that that's how this happened. Thank you for, for sharing mm-hmm. that with me. Um, she's an incredible uh, individual. And I certainly know uh, a world full of entrepreneurs who would love to have a conversation with you and your listeners.
1: Oh, bring them on.
0: All right. Now. <laughs> All
1: right. I'm going to play the outro and then it's going to end. God bless Appreciate you for doing it. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs>